0: Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now.
2: Clay, I'm wondering if you can give us an update here. So you put out a bet, so to speak, that a million dollars of your money uh, up against a was it a WNBA player specifically or yeah so what that- so
3: what happened was I said that uh, I thought a boys high school like back in February, a state champion boys high school team I said I thought would beat a you know at a big state, you know I was saying not like North Dakota or Rhode Island or something like that like a Texas, California, uh, New York, a state with a lot of people, even my home state of Tennessee would beat the WNBA champions. And that thing went viral, and one of the members of the WNBA championship team, I guess it's the Las Vegas Aces, called me a dumbass. And so, uh, yeah, look. That is is our
2: favorite WNBA franchise, to be fair, because it's the only one I could name off the
3: top of my head right now. Las Vegas Aces player called me a dumbass. Now, a lot of you out there may be saying, you know what, that's a good argument there. My my wife uh, agrees on some level that that, that it could be uh, fair to call me a dumbass. But I said, okay, I'll put my money where my mouth is. Las Vegas Aces, you put up a million dollars, WNBA. It'll be the most watched WNBA game of all time. I'll put up a million dollars on behalf of a boys' high school state championship team that I will select. Whichever team wins gets a million dollars. Now, the WNBA players, they say they're always underpaid. It's a big part of the Brittany Griner story. Oh, she had to go to Russia because she doesn't get paid enough money. Equal pay, equal work. Okay, a million dollars. That's more than almost the whole team makes in a year. And if they win, they get a million dollars of my money. If they lose, I said they give a million dollars, or the WNBA or their owner, whoever it is, gives a million dollars to this boys' high school team uh, that I would win that bet and I would give it to them. So this company, bet online reached out to me, and they said, hey, we'll put up the million dollars on behalf of this WNBA team. All they have to do is go out and win a basketball game now, and they'll get a million dollars. All they have to do is beat a team of high school state champion boys that I would pick. They won't take the challenge.
2: All right, I want to to throw one more out there. Yeah. What if they said, I'll take you up on this, but only if you, Clay Travis, are one of the starters and have (laughs) to stay on the floor, have to stay on the floor for at least half the game. Uh, uh, against the WNBA
3: team. Well, so what I would suggest, if, if they... Well, first of all, I, I mean, look, you think that I'm, as a showman, not going to do that? Um, I, I would say that the the smart strategy would be to play me for, like, 30 seconds as a starter, then let all of these high school champion boys just absolutely obliterate them and then bring me in and mop up duty, right? Like I think the guys that I would pick would win by thirty plus points. I
2: mean, but you've got you know you got old man strength. You could box out, you know. You could probably throw some elbows in the paint. I bet you could cause some noise. Uh,
3: you know you know what's funny, Buck. You mentioned that is my twelve year old last year. They didn't have enough uh, basketball players uh, to do a scrimmage, so they needed a, a, a dad to go Did in you get and get in there.
2: I would pay for this oh, yeah. footage. I would I pay ran, for this footage.
3: I ran a game uh, five on five. I was the grown adult, um, you know, playing against the 12-year-olds. Uh, they were about to be 13. They're pretty good, by the way. Pretty good basketball talent. Uh, the worst part, I would say, of my performance was I ran out to challenge a shot. <laughs> I ran out to challenge a shot. And I just obliterated one of the kids. I mean, did, did just you Gavin, like, did
2: you Gavin Newsom <laughs> one of these kids? Did you just like like like? Well, I was roll him and-
3: I was running to try to challenge the shot, and uh, and I think he passed. And I did not control my body well, so I just. I mean, I hit him. I mean it's a twelve oh, year old kid. You know, I'm I six wish foot one eighty five. Yeah.
2: Think about think about the media eyed headline, Clay Travis obliterates twelve year old on basketball court, you know? Be great. I
3: I, I think I performed pretty well against twelve year olds. Like uh I didn't have any awful turnovers. I most importantly did not pull any hamstrings or twist any ankles, which is what I was most concerned about. Um, and uh the kids, they, I'll be honest with you, they talked a lot of trash against me. I don't know that they respected my game on an elite level. So, uh, yeah, I would play. I don't think it would be very fun to watch me play. Um, I'm an okay I'm just outside. If they shooter.
2: try to up the ante a little bit here, you know, they try to get it a little uh, a little more I mean, throw a little spice into things.
3: Yeah, I would play. I mean, you know, I don't think I'd look great in the uniform or anything, especially not now that they're going back to short shorts. Well, to get it's, in it's, shape. But it
2: also goes to, you know, you're you're 6 foot tall male. And, you know, that's there are very I mean, how many how many the tallest
3: woman on the WNBA championship team? Because I went and looked at their roster is six, four. That's what I'm going to say. I mean, you'd basically
2: be like a center out there.
3: Yeah, there are a lot of high school teams that are good that would have, you know, three or four guys that are taller than the tallest uh, WNBA player on their team.
2: Have you ever seen the video of that comedian uh, who tried to dunk? And and managed to both. I think, I think he like bro, like ripped his like ripped his Achilles tendon and his ACL or something. Do you know what I'm talking about?
3: No, I, was he, he was, trying to dunk off of like just a normal running jump? Yeah, or Tom was it off Segura. Like a Tom Segura.
2: He was on a, he was on the Rogan podcast talking about this, and there actually is video
3: of so it. So he must have been and able to dunk pretty easily when he was young, right? I, I no, guess I to even think, attempt this. I don't this.
2: think I don't think at all. He I don't think he was ever. I think they just kind of oh. dared him. And you know he's like us. He's a week. He's a weekend warrior at best. At the guy's best. probably like late forties, maybe mid late forties. He's a very funny comedian, and uh, and he tried to just take off. I think it was a lowered rim. I think okay, they lowered that makes the more rim. Sense because eight or nine feet. Yeah, no, you. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. But I, I think that's and, and he tried and he like catastrophically injured himself. So just a, just a reminder, all the weekend warrior dads out there. Stretch, gentlemen. And the ladies, make sure you stretch
3: those hammies. Make oh. sure you stretch out those calves. There would be a lot of people rooting if I were in that game for me to be severely injured. There'd be a lot of people wanting the Achilles, the 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 the, the ACL, say, they'd want th- something happening.
2: If if your if your jump shot got furiously rejected by a WNBA player out there on the floor, 20, 20 million views on Twitter if we get that video I'd say. At least. Maybe a hundred. I don't know. It'd be Every crazy. A-
3: Every opinion that I ever gave for the rest of my life, the first response would be me getting swatted by it, the WNBA. It would, be, it would be like
2: a top story on ESPN for a few days, I think, as well. <laughs> they'd have to they'd have to forget about actual college and professional athletics and just show Clay getting getting swatted. So, you know, I'm just throwing this idea out there. If they want to up the ante, Clay, they gotta start Clay Travis with the high school boys team against the WNBA.
3: Those poor uh, high school boys. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck.
2: I don't think we got into how the Marvel movie has, uh, Marvels has bombed, which we should discuss a little bit. Yes. Worst worst opening for a Marvel movie ever, and this one was particularly woke. I think a lot of like women leads or something in it. How many Marvel movies have you seen? Oh, like, less than three i think i mean oh, very few this and I grew is i up, mean i grew up reading comic books yeah i just think most of the marvel universe movies are just cgi headaches i'll just be honest i just think there there's no there's no story there's no writing I, it's all just like like uh aliens flying around new york city going into buildings while hulk is like smash and you know i don't know it's not not i
3: i've seen almost all we'll get into this
2: in the I, next I have hour. i have pissed off like half the planet right well, now. But
3: that's okay the boys i mean when you have young kids if like i was a kid i'd probably seen, like them yeah yes i've seen every pretty much marvel movie My i, I like some superhero movies
2: well so to be fair if you're talking about iron man like the original iron man movie um i thought was a good movie like i enjoyed that i like the dark knight and and the, the christian bale but I, I like the original batman i'm a superhero guy i just think the marvel universe turned into it's just too many and there's like no story and it's too much cgi i'm just saying that's you know Grumpy old man Buck is on his lawn, and he's telling Hulk and Thor to get off his lawn. That's all I'm saying. They probably will not listen to me. Um, Then there's uh, something else, too. Um, You see that they've cast Denzel Washington as Hannibal in a Netflix movie. Now, I've been wondering when somebody... The Second Punic War is one of the most amazing stories in all of military history, okay? Yeah. Hannibal Barca with a blood oath from, from childhood, leads this army, starts in Spain, goes up through the Alps, comes down. People just talk about the elephants. Basically, all the elephants died, but you have to read Livy's uh, History of Hannibal's War in order to know this stuff. But he comes down and just kicks the Romans' butts uh, at Lake Trasimene and, and, and Cannae and all these other... Pl- Cannae, people say it different ways, um, and is arguably the greatest general of all time. I mean, it, it, it's him, Napoleon, who also has a movie coming out of Ridley Scott, movie. which looks really good, looks amazing. I will, I will, I will actually sit in a theater with other people to see that movie, which is very rare for me. So, when does that movie
3: come out? Is it Thanksgiving?
2: Uh, I don't know. I think soon ish. I've seen a lot, yeah. of, a lot of press for it. I'm, I'm um,
3: actually excited to watch that movie. I think Ridley Scott. Phoenix with is, is. Phoenix is going to be clearly as a weirdo,
2: but a very, very talented actor. As a lot actor. of very talented actors are. So Hannibal is one of the greatest generals of all time. They've cast Denzel Washington to play Hannibal. Now, now, people are getting into this a little bit. Denzel Washington, for me, is one of the best actors of his generation. Top just five period, actor of
3: his generation. Period, no full
2: stop. One of the best yes. actors living today. So it's not that Denzel Washington would not do a phenomenal job. He's a phenomenal actor. Fine. But people are getting into, okay, does it matter as a matter of historical accuracy, if you're looking at historical accuracy, uh, that... While the city of Carthage was in North Africa, they are descendants. It was essentially a colony of Phoenicians. Phoenicians come from what is currently the Levant, which would be Israel, Lebanon, Syria, that area. So it was a Phoenician city even founded before ancient Rome was. It is not because people think of North Africa. And I think they think, oh, Africa, it's it's not sub-Saharan Africa. So basically Hannibal, it's a white guy. It's a white. Hannibal guy. would have looked like a Mediterranean, Eastern Mediterranean, perhaps white guy. Yes. Yeah. That that ah. is what that is the same. By the way, people talked about this with Cleopatra when the Cleopatra movie came out as well. Yeah. They said, "Oh, well, she lives in Egypt." No, she wouldn't have even been Arab at that time. It was a Greek colony. The Greeks had people have no knowledge of the Mediterranean and its history whatsoever. I actually find it a fascinating period.
3: So, I I need to read. I'm fascinated by it too. Your knowledge, I'm like a Civil War history nerd. I need to study more on, on this. So I don't have a problem with actors playing people that if they are incredibly ta- talented actors that they may not represent perfectly from a racial dynamic, right? But I think it has to be consistent. And you can well imagine who's a famous uh who's figure. If, if you had a... Okay, Denzel Washington
2: played Malcolm X phenomenally. It was... Yes. I mean, he was... Probably should have gotten the Oscar for that, um, but he, anyway. He was phenomenal in Malcolm. Yes, X. if you had not even not, if you had like an like a, a super talented you know Asian American uh, guy play Malcolm X, people would completely lose their minds. Correct.
3: Now that's a more recent historic. This is such a good conversation. I think. Let me say this: I went and saw Denzel Washington on a Broadway play. And it was, I don't even remember what the play was. I'm such a Denzel fan that my wife just was like, I think you're going to think this is badass. Like, let's go see this play. I, I can't believe how talented he is in a Broadway play. Just, you know, I mean. He's amazing.
2: It, but yes. he, here's the thing. I'm fine. If the rules are, we don't care and anyone can play anyone because it's all make-believe anyway, fine. Yeah. Yes, but I those agree have, those have to be the rules. It can't well, be... Historical accuracy doesn't matter for wokeness purposes,
3: but well, and other things, you know, you can't have some other guy, you know, it has to be consistent. It's a good let's have a conversation about this when it comes back. Does it matter how old it is as a part of the
0: analysis? Because I think it could.
4: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Sundays with Clay and Buck.
2: Well, a few things in the world of entertainment that are catching people's attention. One is that the Snow White Woke remake is looking like it's going to cost $300 million and is a total disaster, and they have delayed the release for a year. A $300 million movie, everybody. That is almost certainly going to be crap, right? I mean, it, I, I would put, well, you've got more for
3: me on this? No, no, no. I was just going to say yes. That is That one is uh, the, the Disney thing. You mentioned the Marvels. Yes. I have got the data on that. me Give me, the, uh, give me for, that data. From this article. Okay. So they have made, this is the 33rd superhero movie. And I bet I have seen... The Travis family has seen all 33 collectively because my boys go see all these superhero movies. Uh, this one, though, Buck, is called The Marvels, and it's about a trio of female superheroes whose powers become entangled. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brie Larson, Tiona Paris, and Iman Valani. Uh, it's a white woman, black woman, and, like, Asian woman. I mean, it is the most clearly cloyingly diverse laden for purposes of diversity and not story movie that Marvel has made it cost 300 million dollars to make it made 47 million dollars in ticket sales this past weekend the lowest ever opening for a Marvel release Uh, this guy who is a film consultant and ticket sales expert Uh, Quoted here says, this opening is an unprecedented Marvel box office collapse. Until now, the Incredible Hulk, which was released in 2008, was the studio's worst debut. It did almost double the what the marvels did and, and i think so, that incredible
2: hulk movie was leaked online if i remember before it actually hit the theaters do you remember this is back when online yeah. piracy was this big oh thing. yeah i remember that yeah. And i
3: watched that movie i didn't think it was as bad as everybody said that ed yeah. norton played the incredible hulk right oh Wasn't that was it? the and ed I,
2: norton one i'm thinking of the eric banna one that came oh, out before maybe that, I scre- that was maybe that i was screwed leaked.
3: it up i'm not sure which one it was but the point on this is to you're building snow white is a disaster Worst Pixar movie opening ever, and now they had to stop doing Star Wars movies because they got so woke. Everybody was like, "Screw this!" They just had the the funny South Park thing where Kathleen Kennedy, who is in charge of all these movies, got ridiculed, uh, and they in <laughs> they did a diverse version of South Park where all of the South Park characters, many of whom are white, are replaced by like transgender women, like in the in the South Park show. Which is really, really a funny concept, uh, but that's I, I, basically what's gone on. This woke reinvention of popular film has now blown up well, in Disney's face.
2: Well, well, here's the thing if if your primary uh, if your primary mission is to entertain pe- that entertain people that is challenging to do really well. I mean, to write a good story and execute on it and and have. Yes. You know, Otherwise, there'd be nothing but successful TV shows. Most TV shows bomb. And what you don't even realize, for for most folks, I've been kind of involved in the very early stage of one or two projects in my life, like scripted TV shows. Um, Most TV shows don't even get passed or don't even get made into pilots, right? Or if they get made into a pilot, they don't get beyond the pilot phase. Or if they get beyond the pilot phase, they don't get picked up after season one. I mean, it's very difficult to get shows made. And yet, when you add on top of it a political mission, not just yeah. what is going to entertain the largest audience possible that we're seeking to entertain. When, when you decide that it's going to be what will make other executives at my company think that I'm a good person because you know I I want to cast the most diverse version of you know fill, fill in the blank whatever the show is going to be you know ever made and the remakes also another thing you see is there's a lot of you know why not if you're going to make these diverse films or diverse movie diverse movies um you would think that one way to do it would just be create something new but there's this desire to always go back i think and make the diverse like the snow white thing is a perfect example make the yes. diverse version of snow white um and and so then that 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 then brings up um uh, this uh i believe it's antoine uh fu fuqua who is the director uh for the uh and he's done some good stuff he did training day i mean he he's a good director i think this will be a good series I think Denzel Washington is an ex- Denzel Washington is an excellent actor, a, a world class like Clay said, top five. I would I would co sign that for his generation. Uh, he's an amazing uh, actor, and I think he'll do an excellent job as Hannibal. The Hannibal story is absolutely incredible. He's one of the five greatest generals. I think you could argue of all time based on what he was able to do and just going around in a hostile territory with an army and beating the greatest military power of of the time over and over again. Until eventually Scipio Africanus comes and they have the Battle of Zama and he loses. But anyway, um, Clay, you have some people who are pointing out that there's... I I think there are different takes on this, right? Because I'm of the mind, and you, you said this too, that you know, you, you don't have to be paralyzed to play a paralyzed character, right? Like, yes. let, let's not get crazy. You don't have to is, be
3: fat to play a fat person. You this, don't have to be trans come to play a trans person. Yes, that's there have crazy.
2: Been, there have been people who have said it is ableist to have an actor who, you know, is not paralyzed play a paralyzed person. It is make-believe, okay? So we, we start from that premise. It is make-believe and it is entertainment. Um, The only thing that I would point out is I do think it's worth people knowing, like, if because there, there will be a huge surge in interest in the second Punic War, I think, and you know, you'll see more podcasts about it and more interest in it, uh, and it's a fascinating period in ancient Roman history, you'll see a big surge of interest in Hannibal, and I think Hannibal Barca will become the most famous man of that name and not a serial killer who like, eats people's faces or whatever, because that, you know, that, that has been, thanks to Silence of the Lambs, people thought Hannibal yes. for a long time, and that's what they've thought of instead of one of the greatest uh, li- you know, Roman generals of all time. I'm sorry, not Roman generals, greatest generals of all time, obviously a Carthaginian general. But Denzel Washington is, is, is black and he's playing a, he's playing someone, a historical character who is, if you actually look at the history, not black. Yeah. Is that an issue? I don't think it's an issue. But I also think that people should one know the correct. I think it's we all should be on the same page of what the correct history is. I don't think you should change the history to sort of suit anyone's uh, political goals one way or the other. And then beyond that, these need to be the rules then, right? And this yes. is the part of it that I, this is where I think it all falls down. Like, I think if, if somebody wanted to, uh, uh, you know, well, I mean, you even look at um, what's the show that, I, you know, you look at Hamilton,
3: for example. Oh, I, I, I think the Hamilton analysis. So there's a great line in uh, succession, many great lines, but they're having a meeting to try to pick a Republican presidential contender. And one of the guys says, yeah, this is the meeting where you don't have to pretend that you like Hamilton. Uh, which I thought was really funny. Um, so, I have Did, can no I ask you a Question: Did you like yeah. Hamilton? I, I thought it was okay. Uh, I, I, don't, thought, I don't. I've I, said I thought it was
2: I thought it was honestly boring garbage, and I don't mean that because of the politics. Like I just thought it wasn't
3: enjoyable to watch. I wasn't. Into well, it. I've said before. My big issue is I don't like musicals. So I, I just every time I understand that you can say like I'm a cult, uh, you know, a, a lack of cultured swine here. But every single time that people start to sing in a musical, I just think to myself, nobody would ever sing. Like, just give me the story. I like story. I don't like singing stories. I guess you're not an opera guy either. Oh, I would never go to the opera. If I were single, the girl would have to be so incredibly good-looking for me to be willing to go to the opera. And my wife, I don't even think, would be willing to to try to get me to go to the opera because she'd be like, this is just going to be such a battle. He's going to fight it the whole way. Yeah, I'm not an opera guy. I'm not a music guy. I mean, if
2: you have have like four hours to kill, the opera is a great way to uh, go.
3: (laughs) So, but what I thought almost immediately was, I do, I thought it was fine. Like, I like the production aspects of Broadway plays. I went and took my kids to go see the new Harry Potter, like Cursed Child. I thought that was pretty good. Not a musical, by the way. But... If you did a country and western version of the Obama administration instead of a rap version of Alexander Hamilton, country and western version of the Obama administration, and like Garth Brooks played Barack Obama, people would lose their minds. <laughs> now, I think it would actually be really, really funny to do a country and western version of uh, the Obama administration. And I don't know, you could have... Uh, like who is uh, Taylor Swift play Michelle Obama. I don't know to the extent you want to count her as a country artist. People would lose their mind if white people played Barack and Michelle Obama in a country and Western version of the Obama administration. If that is true, where is the line on historical figures? For instance, like Frederick Douglass, if they made a biopic of Frederick Douglass and they put Joaquin Phoenix in to play Frederick Frederick Douglas. People would lose their minds. Remember the great that the movie's really funny. Tropic Thunder is it Tropic Thunder yes. where Robert Downey Jr. plays a black guy? I I I would I, I was surprised that they were able to do that and there wasn't even more of a pushback, but they were able to do it. It's just hyster- that's a hysterical movie, and Robert Downey Jr. playing the black guy is really really funny. I'm with you. I think if the standard, certainly for historical figures, I think, you know, use Shakespeare as an example. All races place Shakespeare because it is such a canonical element of Western literature that it has been embraced worldwide. Well, so you awesome. have I mean, Asian you're also versions about of Hamlet. Yeah, that's. Know, well, there,
1: but there, there, is no, there is no
2: Hamlet, really, right? Like, so, right. you know, Hamlet can but be. But there anywhere.
3: are, you know, like, there are. It, well, Hamlet version. was from
2: Denmark, so we probably, you know, he probably, he probably was a white guy.
3: He probably but was a white guy. it's such a, a member of the historical canon that, you know, all throughout Asia, they're doing versions of Hamlet, right? And so Asian actors, everything else. So I think you can go back far enough where it's such a part of the canon. What I don't like is, this is popular now on Netflix, Bridgerton, which is clearly set in, you know, 1700s Jane Austen era, to my knowledge. I haven't ever watched it england and people are all of different races well it has a particular historical setting when you have people who are not of those races suddenly there it takes me in some way out of the story i don't think i, I, I was watching denzel you, as hannibal is going to take me out of the story i was I
2: watching because i find viking history Vi- the vikings are fascinating um and uh the, you know they, there's been a big surge in interest in vikings over the last 10 or 15 years that show uh um, Travis uh, Himmel was in, uh, you know, that, that guy, um, and there have been a few others, uh, last, the last kingdom, which is on Netflix is a phenomenal yeah. series. There've been a number of really, but you know, the, the Vikings, you're going into the eight hundreds, nine hundreds. Um, there was a Netflix, a Viking, something or other. I even forget what it was called. It was like Vikings at war or Vikings, you know, bloody fighting or something. I forget what it was called, but, uh, yeah, whatever. But I mean, I'm watching it, and like uh, one or two episodes in, one of the Viking kings is a uh, is cast as a like a king of basically Denmark in the 800s is a uh, black female. Yeah. And I'm and, and it's and it's not that I've like it's it's not that I have a problem with it. Other than I sit here and I say to myself, like, I mean, we're tr-
3: everything else is historically accurate, right? But we're just gonna we're just gonna do this. Yeah, they don't we're, suddenly just have somebody driving a car in the Viking series, right? No, like if somebody I mean. it's, suddenly it's, it's was like the element on a of, motorcycle, yeah, you'd be it's like, well, the that doesn't of really authenticity.
2: Fit. Like, yeah. like asking me to suspend some degree of disbelief. I mean, for example, Game of Thrones, there's a lot of diversity they, able, they were able to work in in Game of Thrones, but it never actually felt forced at all. It felt yeah. like they brought in this character, brought in that character. There was nothing in game. Now that's obviously all a fictional realm, a fictional world. But they were that was a very diverse show, and they did it very well. I think it's one of the greatest TV shows, actually, you know, of all time. When you really add it all up, even though the last two seasons kind of went off a cliff. But you know, if you're going to like, if if you're going to do George Washington's spy ring, circa 1776, yes. and then all of a sudden there's a character who is from like, you know tokyo who shows up who's just like hey guys like i'm just i just happen to be here because
3: we needed some diversity like it, it's a problem well it w- like if you were doing a movie on d-day and dwight eisenhower was black i think people would be like hey you know i i think that this you know like, like, like at some point the historical canon here's a good way of putting it what was the movie that just came out about the african queen like the tribe oh, fighters oh or about whatever? the about the Dahomey, the yes
2: the tribe the african tribe best known for enslaving other africans in fact yes yes the Woman the, the, King. Woman King, yes.
3: Okay, and there's a, you know, star black woman in the Woman King. If you had done the Woman King and it was a white chick, like they put Scarlett Johansson in the role of the like what would the reaction
0: be?